And we're back. Part of my jerk podcast is back, everybody. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Dunk and Roby. Say what's up, everybody. What's going on? What's happening? Dunk, we need to. I'm giving you homework after this podcast. Okay. Oh man, don't give me homework. Yeah, get get your pad and paper out. I want you to start. <laughs> we're gonna start workshopping a catchphrase intro for you. I think that's an element that this podcast is missing. I keep, I keep, I'm keeping it simple, man. No. No. So you're anybody, the opposite of keep it simple on this podcast. I want over-engineering. If anybody in the world was to not have a catchphrase, it would be Duncan Leverage. That's what makes it better, though. That's the truth. I couldn't even do it. With, I couldn't even give a catchphrase with a straight face. I just laugh at myself and my face would get all right. Again, that's what makes it better. That's what makes it entertaining for me. But we do. We need a. We need a colorful catchphrase, honestly, from both of you. You need like theme music. That's what you need. To, I just don't think also I'm, that, I can't if deliver. You can find uh, public. If you can find publicly sourced uh, music that I can introduce to the podcast, Roby, float me a <laughs> link try. to make that happen. Yeah, uh, listeners, like the... if you want to, if you want to go ahead and DM me a link to some some publicly or available music, listeners or... can create some music for us. We got any oh, musically shit. inclined listeners out there. We found it. Create something for us. You guys want to yeah. find me a catchphrase? Go ahead. Evidently, I <laughs> yeah. Also, also, we're 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 gonna hire a writer for Duncan. Yeah, I don't we, have we any don't, my own. We can't idea, pay so. anything. But yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, doesn't pay well, and you can't unionize. Doug, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking maybe like quote a different three six mafia lyric every week. <laughs> Man. Just Juicy J. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for anybody out there listening, if I sound a little different, it's because of a, a particularly juicy storyline this week. Uh, your boy got COVID. I'll take. So, yeah, we don't we don't need to dive down the the COVID rabbit hole or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I got it. Uh, last week, I uh, feel fine. I had symptoms for one day, shook it. I'm working out, you know, kind of working my way up, but everything's fine. Um, the only reason I'm even releasing this personal medical information is because this past weekend was the quarterfinals, which I qualified for and did not do well in because I was ill. So, yeah, zero, zero symptoms at all. It's just uh, heart rate just like spikes like super fast. Uh, every time I try to exercise at a high mm. level of intensity. So, yeah, fun stuff. Mm. Yeah. Glad you're feeling better, though. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it just, yeah. it was just the, the timing on it's disappointing. You know what I mean? Um, had a comp- yeah. Had a, basically an online competition <clears throat> last weekend, and Dunk and I have a competition together uh, this coming weekend, which will give you a live, a live cast out of that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. So, right on. Yeah. What's up? What was your so I guess I guess we should just dive right into the quarterfinals then, right? That's a good segue. Yeah, that's what us in the biz like to call a segue. Oh bam. So what was <laughs> your um, <laughs> what was your favorite workout that they released? Because I, I have my favorite that I obviously I didn't do any of them because I didn't qualify because I didn't do the open, but I didn't qualify either. I did do the open. <laughs> but um, I have my personal favorite that I liked. Personal favorite. Uh I would probably say my personal favorite was probably the one that I enjoyed doing the least. 
and that was probably <laughs> event two or test two. Mm-hmm. What was um, your favorite? The GHD pistol rope climb one. As far as like the day, thought it was a crime that they made that the second test. Why? Imagine how many people were fucked from those 180 GHDs for the entire weekend. Because you had to have that one in by like Friday or Saturday, didn't you? Yeah, that was one you had to have in early. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the first. I think that they should have like made that batch. like they should have made that test five. That way, people didn't have to do that before the rest of them. Eh. In my eh. I kind of thought it was cool that they they taxed, a lot of GHDs. They taxed your midline, and then you had the four rep max front squat. Well, more so tax the shit out of your legs. Yeah, and your you legs. Go to yeah. a four rep max front squat. Yeah, so I like. I, I thought that was cool because that. I mean, that's how they would program it at the games. Yeah, like my, they, wouldn't, they they wouldn't think about how sore everybody's going to be and be like, right, my, too bad. The only thing I would agree with Dunk is more so like you had to hit a one rep max or four, four rep max front squat. Maybe we didn't need to do 180 pistols before that. On top of, you know, had to do 120 wall balls and you had to like, mm-hmm. it was like a lot of legs. Um, but I don't know. That's, I was fine with the timing. That was fine. I don't know. G- that many GHDs, that many pistols. I think I would have just threw in the towel after that one. Well, let's go. Let's go sequentially here. Let's just, let's talk our way through it. I did all the workouts. I did them all COVID it up, but I, I did them. Um, let's start with test one. What'd you guys think of that one? Yeah, I like the workout. I would have liked that more than any workout that they did in the open. <laughs> I like handstand push-ups, though. Like, especially strict, even though I'm kind of large. I'm pretty decent at strict handstand push-ups. Yeah. I like the little one-minute break and then kind of tone down the skill level a little bit and go into the kipping. That was um, – I thought I thought it was interesting, though, the back-to-back weeks of workouts with built-in rest. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I thought that same thing too, Roby. I was like, like, Caster's kind of finding a stride on this, I feel like, because there's mm-hmm. so much interval work that these pros do all the time. They don't do your mm-hmm. normal, you know, 13-minute MRAPs that you do in an affiliate. They do just intervals and intervals mm-hmm. and intervals. And it seems like Castro is almost leaning into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, these these intervals are excellent tests of fitness. So we're going to do so, a little bit of kind of mix it up like that a little bit. Yeah, I thought I thought that work. I thought that work was great. I thought it was a cool workout. I watched a couple of the of the elite guys' videos. Um, crazy times on some yeah, of those man. workouts, man. There's some freaks out there. Like just you guys I, doing it. Just freaks, yeah, I, I couldn't believe how like every time. I don't know why I'm still surprised with these guys, man. Like that it was just understood like oh yeah everyone's going to go unbroken and it's all that matters is don't trip on the double unders and have quick transitions mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, I mean, that's basically what it, what it means like that's it depends <clears throat> on the top 50 that's you got to have like a perfect run yeah right yeah Curious. yeah like you're changing a nascar tire like it's got to be completely like no mistakes anywhere like you have to be as efficient as possible yeah um it was definitely a creative test. Like uh, when I did it, I was like, this feels a little kind of random, oh. sort of like we kind of pick stuff with dice. But uh, I think it was kind of a cool workout in that sense. Like you have to be a high skill athlete to do this. But the the top level athletes are going to be able to express themselves in that in that mm-hmm. sense. 
Um, this was not a the traditional open workout where everybody can do it, but the best athletes are gonna they're gonna show out for that. It's like no, you kind of had to be a high level athlete. You're gonna get uh, you're gonna get time cap pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I started with like what would hang most people up at the strict handstand push up. So yeah, I mean, I mean, the first movement right off the bat was super advanced. Yeah, gymnastics movement basically for for most yeah. people at least. Yeah. But it was I mean, a fun workout. I, I thought it was cool. Like I love handstand push-ups. So and and like I like dumbbell hand cleans, especially did, uh, when they do them like that. Mm-hmm. How'd your, uh, yeah, how'd your shoulders feel after that? Uh they're erect. Yeah, I didn't finish. No. Like well, like I said, dude, I did all of them. That's pretty true. much yeah. at like sixty-five percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to like I didn't want to come out and push too hard, but I definitely wanted to get an honest score out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um all right yeah so test two test two yeah um the ghd rope climb pistol squat 60 50 40 30 right was around the 30 yes yep yeah yeah um Um, this is my favorite i thought this was the best out of the the five i thought this was the more because we haven't seen rope climbs in like this kind of setting before yeah. I, th- I thought that was really cool. Um, obviously, yeah, for normal people, 180 pistols, 180 GHDs is like a rhabdo machine. Um, the best part out of all this was all the rhabdo memes on Instagram. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, I, I watched my friend who, uh, is, she she made the quarterfinals. I watched her video, watched her do it. Um, watching someone normal do it was very humbling because she's a – fit chick and even she was like oh boy this is bad just so many ghds oh. i don't feel yeah. like a lot of people aren't used to doing that yeah mm-hmm. but but no he, it was that's why it was so programmed so well because it was this it was this great thing it was this great well-designed workout and that the best athletes were gonna essentially sprint through it i mean shit there were people getting it done in 15 minutes mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there was athletes getting that done in the 15 to 20 minute range that were or the 15 to 19 minute range that are elite athletes. But if you weren't an elite athlete, Castro didn't make it a 30 minute time cap. You know what I mean? It didn't need to be. So it was like, yeah. it was, that's why it was programmed so, so, so well because it didn't have a crazy long time cap on. It. So like, yeah, if you're not doing GHDs a lot, like. You're just not going to get through the workout. You're not hanging. You're not going to hang on the line that long to really, mm-hmm. I think, hurt yourself, yeah. right? Like, I mean, going from sixty into fifty, I don't know. That's sixty GHDs shouldn't put you in a bad place. Yeah, and if it does, maybe you need to be doing like a little bit more core work. But and I think people got to remember too, like the goal of this is to find the fittest person on the planet. Ultimately, you know, this is competition. That, that's just what what's, what we're doing here. Is what we signed up for. So right. I'm not upset about the workout. Yeah. I think it just should have been a later workout. I think it should have been test four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. I, I like the like. I like how it was like this bold workout on paper. You're like, holy shit! Look at all those reps. And then the elites were still getting that done in 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of the elite videos. It was like they just went through it, no break, just kind of yeah. everything unbroken. Didn't even phase them. It was yeah. nuts. Crazy. It's nuts. Crazy. All I right, like uh, that there was three. no. Test three. That was the uh, that was wall the ball, 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 ball. wall balls. 
This is the one that I would have liked the most personally, but that's just yeah, it's, it's, good you could tailor make a work tailor make a workout for Duncan Leffridge. Here it is. Uh, um, oh, by the way, Dunk, you could they could have done the front squat before that, just so you know, too. Yeah, they, no, they, I know that there was like a weird order. Once. Yeah. I just know you had to submit this time that time before mm-hmm. like you had to submit the last three workouts. You didn't know, so you didn't have to. So you can do your you like they released them Thursday. Yeah, I could have gone and done my front squat Thursday, and then Thursday night and Friday morning I could have done the the first two events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. they so that, had different a lot of time people frames. Did. Yeah, I mean that makes but, sense. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so wall ball row, 120 wall ball, 120 calorie row. That this couplet that Castro seems to be falling in love with of wall balls and rowing. I appreciate it. I really do. I, I, again, I, I, that's a great, I think it's a great test. It's one of these like, how, like how bad do you want it workouts? Do you think it should have been a partition as needed? I think it could have been a little bit more fun. I that thought way. he was going to, I thought he was going to, you know what? He probably, you, it's probably, it's a strong question to ask. He should it have been because all the pros were going to do it. 120 wall ball, 120 calorie row yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think it, it would have been interesting. It would have shaken things up just a little bit just to see if like people kind of played with it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I think yeah. I, I think it was fine straight up. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I think I, the the best <clears throat> came on, came out on top, you know. Yeah. But it's it like, it's, there's up. really not a whole lot to say about it. It's, it's a, it's a painfully boring workout to watch. Well, I mean, out. yeah, there's nothing yeah, exciting it's, about it's, it. It's, it's basically like a repeat of like 19.1 kind of sort of yeah time you get into like 100 reps of anything it's just not exciting yeah it's just like all right here we go yeah uh side note travis mayer apparently on multiple occasions has done karen unbroken Hmm. at 30 pounds yeah apparently wall balls are like his thing does he like not like himself or (laughs) Oh my god! Do. How would you even try that? It's like have to talk to somebody, or jeez, man. Like, like come on, you, bro, you got like, kids. Like, like, Dunk, have you done Karen recently? No, I've done I Karen have. with I've done Karen with like a twist. Like I did like a, I think it was I can't remember what it was, but I had to do Karen. But every minute on the minute, there was like a shuttle sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, seventy-five wall balls on Friday and was not a fan. So I did half un- of Karen. unbroken, unbroken. <laughs> No, not unbroken. Good lord. Come on, man. With a four pound ball? <laughs> yeah, it was actually with a <laughs> balloon. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, did. I was actually just playing volleyball in my backyard. I called, I said, I think it was half awesome. Karen unbroken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, test four front squat, four rep max. Ugh. All right, test it. number five. I it. It was- <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, th- I thought it was awesome. I love the videos came out. I mean, Sam Dancer hitting 450. For four, yeah. good lord! Yeah, you even finish you first. Let everyone know. You want to let everyone know real quick, though. Like, don't forget who the fuck lifts weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got that dad strength. Because he still beat Griffin Roll. Somebody beat him though. Hold on. Yeah, I like, think he, Dancer he finished first. Yeah, I'd pull it up. I'm using my phone for this, so I'm it would mess up. up the zoom. Uh, yeah, I think I. I think, uh, I think Dancer took second. I mean, the person that beat him, I'm sure, was is just a front squat guy. Stephen you know, Wallace. Was, Stephen Wallace, four fifty-five. Lordy, there was a yeah. female that hit three fifteen. I saw that. I oh, was it three fifteen or three hundred five? 
I'm pretty sure it was 315. Because I uh, saw the video. And I was like, boy. 305 was Morgan Reynolds. I'm just looking at uh, North America. Still bananas. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Good uh, gracious. What the only thing I thought, to, like, this, this workout was what it was. It's, you know, it's, it's just a max. It's fine. It's just like regionals. There's going to be a heavy lift. Mm-hmm. The other thing was, I was like, Castro, you're really getting into front squats lately. Like, he does the front yeah. squat, max front squat in the games, and then uh, max front squat again for the quarterfinals. And we just front squatted in uh, 21.3. Yeah. Did like 900 front squats. Yeah. So, hmm. what are you looking at over there, Dunk? There was a chick from Spain that uh, did 312. That was Mercy. The 312 was the highest. All right, really? I thought 312. Oh, you're just going through all the leaderboards. Yeah, yeah. It took me yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. 12, man. Yeah, it'd be nice if Cross had like an aggregate on the site. You can just do overall yeah. so we can actually like compare everybody. That'd I know, nice I know. That makes it so much, it would make it so much easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Cinco, test five. Yeah, I like I like test five. That that's a fun one, especially if you can just hold on to yeah. that bar. I thought I thought the different strategies guys had was pretty interesting. Actually, uh, before this, I watched uh, Froning's video. I mean, he he wasn't competing, but what I don't like is that they didn't. I mean, I know that they couldn't do this, but like it would have been cool if we could have got like a thirty-six inch like jump for the guys. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that it was thirty and thirty. I don't like, know. I was, they like, couldn't I was like, why? Like, why not do a box and a and a plate? They should have just done like twenty four and thirty. I mean, it doesn't really matter because the girls did the same as all the other girls. But yeah, <clears throat> a thirty inch box jump isn't like crazy for a guy. I don't think not as crazy as it is for a girl. I, I mean, I, I would say most of the elite guys are probably training with thirty inch box jumps, just so when they get to the games or the open or whatever, twenty four inch box jumps are a joke. I feel like they don't I do that be, like high box jumps though. At the I would think but, a lot of the elite guys aren't even doing box jumps anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like your Roby's probably right. If they do them, it's probably 30 plus. But I think with box jumps at a certain point, when you reach a certain level of conditioning, maybe throw mm-hmm. them in here and there, but it's like, like the, gotta, the risk is outweighed by the reward. And it's like, true, yeah. when you think about the volume those guys are putting on their bodies, just rebounding 24 inch mm-hmm. box jumps over and over and for thousands of reps you know at least yeah, that's got the be, boon experience you got to do it like once a month though just because you don't want to go like six months without doing a rebound and then go to the games yeah i don't know, that, I mean, I, I don't know. that it might not that might not add up but maybe you got i mean you probably be right probably right you know but uh that one some about it didn't feel right for me um like maybe the rep scheme was a little weird or something like that. It was like, I don't know. It was cool though. It was good. It was a good workout. I liked it. It was fun. It was it a fun like one cool. to watch. What's mm-hmm. that? It was a fun one to watch just because it's like a full sprint. Like, That's true. Yeah, those ones are always fun. The two to three minute workouts are are, are fun. Mm-hmm. And it's another one where you're like, I saw it. And I was like, are people going to do this touch and go? Lo and behold, that's exactly oh, yeah. what they did, which is that. Yeah blew my mind too i don't know why i'm still surprised anymore with these people with what they're capable of doing i feel like they might have maybe should have doubled the burpees just to like kind of all right you get strong people get the snatch see if the the little tiny ones can get the catch back up on the burpees and see which one uh which one outweighs the other i don't know yeah like the burpees like were kind of like a formality yeah yeah it's just like we just needed to put burpees in this workout 
especially for the men. It was just like whatever. Yeah. But uh, you're right. It was it was it. A lot of these events, if they were programmed in like a regionals format where we're at like a competition, um, like they would have been fun ones to watch. Yeah. You know. So mm-hmm. as far as like how I feel, like I think overall the test was great but incomplete. Then I think they they needed one more event. There's there should have been an event six. Per, like a long endurance workout? Uh, like what kind of workout are you thinking? Um, that's a good question. I'd have to think about what I, what I would want to see. Probably something in like uh, something else in like that ten to twelve minute range. Yeah, like kind of that that nice little sweet spot, like the eight the the eight to ten range, probably like a that like you know when you get those really good ones like that nice sweet spot if it's like a really good test but it doesn't drag on to watch like an eight to ten minute range would be good because um i liked all the events we just didn't really see everything i think we could have seen or should have seen like there was no upper body pulling at all um we saw uh we really didn't see very much hip hinging at all either so it was really just missing like there was nothing on rings there was no ring work in the open or quarterfinals. Uh, that had to do. I feel like that had to do completely with just here's your equipment list. We're not going to overwhelm you with it, but here it is. Figure it out. Hmm. I, don't know. I mean, is it any more overwhelming to? They had us do bar muscle ups and like there's dumbbells yeah. and there's a full gamut of plates that you would that you needed and like I don't I don't think that's valid to I just. First of all, regionals was always two workouts a day for three days. It's yeah. just weird to me that they did two workouts, two workouts, and then one two-minute workout, three-minute workout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, surprised we, I'm surprised we didn't see deadlifts at all. Like, I thought for sure there was going to be a workout with deadlifts in it. Yeah, power cleans, kettlebell Yeah, like, like, like something. Yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, just like a lot of stuff that we we didn't see in the open uh, that we would see like that I think is kind of fair game in a competition. Mm-hmm. You know, even stuff like I don't know, double dumbbell snatches or devil presses or something like that. Devil <laughs> presses would have been interesting to see. Yeah. Those fifty pound bells. Yeah, well, for elite athletes, that's fine. But well, there's your like. That'd have been a cool like nine six three workout, like nine six three devils and ring uh, and ring muscle ups. Yeah, ew, ew. Didn't ew. they do devil presses with uh, like eighty pound dumbbells at Dubai a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. We've done they're that doing before. Like, that. like heavy de- ah. heavy devil presses are, I mean they're miserable, but they're kind of a cool exercise. It's not really a devil press; it's just like a burpee clean and jerk. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally a burpee then a clean and jerk. But they're, yeah. I, I like them. They're a cool exercise. So, uh, well, how did you guys feel about the test? I mean, did you feel it was, it was valid? Do you think it was a good test? Do you like the workouts? Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Um, I was definitely surprised that there was no, like, gymnastics, really, like, pulling, no pull-ups, no chest-to-bars. Right. No, no handstand. So, that's another thing, too. They told us we needed a 30-foot flat surface. Mm-hmm. They never used it. That's true. Yeah. That, that, that was the one thing I, I was surprised to not see any sort of like muscle ups at all. I was surprised to not see any deadlifts. Um, oh, yeah, it just, it, it was, yeah, it, it was just a very like 
kind of it seemed like it was just very kind of like bare bonesy. Like here's the basics. I don't think bare bones is the right word. Like, I think they just they didn't use all the tools that they should have. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but, but they could be yeah. they, they could be saving that for the semis though. It could be like, all right, we've now ramped it up a little bit. We've kind of turned the dial up to nine. Now we're going to turn it up to ten when you get to the semis. And I don't think you needed to save anything like, though, because that's going to be completely different because it's in like a competition format in an event, yeah. like arena type deal. Right, and everything's on the table at that point. You can throw anything you want at people as long as CrossFit approves it. So, D ball cleans, farmers carries, ring handstand push ups, running on a true form, like you know, all that stuff is is totally on the table now. Which, yeah. by the way, uh, I'm super excited for. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really yeah. cool. These uh these North American ones are gonna be, I think, are gonna be real interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be kind of cool to have like a like uh like Omega regionals. Like like we're gonna take every but like Mega. Yeah, like we had super regionals. Now it's like I don't know what the, the evolved form of that is, but it's I think it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Mecca. Mecca regionals. Mecca regionals, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. We can talk about that. Great movie. Oh, uh, that movie, movie was butt. Okay. Oh, you're so you're outside of your mind. No, with okay. COVID has gone to your head, bro. No, I'm not, no. COVID's no. messing with your brain, man. No. no. All right, let's you're... let's table this for the last ten minutes. <laughs> no. Okay. Do it Fine. Again. We'll table it for the last ten minutes. <laughs> we, can, we can get to Kongzilla talk because, yeah. Okay, we don't have to do it. Okay. So speaking mm. of semifinals, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, with the semifinals uh, coming up. Uh, I think we have some pretty interesting sort of storylines coming out and there's definitely some athletes that need some shine uh, that we should definitely talk about because I, I don't think, I don't think it's, I'm out of line in saying that the finish was unexpected. Agreed. I, mm-hmm. I did not expect the leaderboard to look the way that it has uh, coming out of the quarterfinals. So except, except in Australia. Yeah, well, Australia, all the usual suspects did well in, in Australia. It, did anybody yeah. really check the leaderboard in Australia? Like, no. it's fine. <laughs> we like we already know who's coming out of Oceania. Let's we're good. So, starting with, uh, and I, I have my phone out for this. Uh, so, starting with the North American women, uh, particularly interesting to me for sure. Um, there weren't really any big names left out of the mix. Um, it was pretty much all the, again, all the usual suspects you would, that you would think would be in there. But, uh, my girl, I guess she's my girl, uh, Amanda Barnhart takes home the W. That's surprising. That was surprising. But I mean, if you think about, if you think about the workouts, she's going to crush the row workout. She's going to crush the snatch workout because it's, she's, she's strong. Um, a little surprised about like the handstand push up one. She's a bigger athlete, but see the thing about it too is you know what this would be a great time for them to give us that aggregate leaderboard because I'm sitting here looking at it and I'm seeing Amanda Barnhart, Danny Spiegel, uh, Mallory O'Brien, Emma Carey, who we'll get to, Brooke Wells is a top five at the top. Okay, and I'm like, damn, right? But it's also they're basically competing against American women, so of course those are like the three fittest. American women outside of Carrie Pierce. Mm-hmm. So yeah, naturally they're going to be at the top. Yeah. So, you know, 
I would I would be very interested to see a side by side comparison of them with the you know with the European and Oceanic women involved as well too. It'll be interesting. I will. But, I, we talked about this before the pod, and I just want to go on the record at saying, I told you guys about Danielle Brandon. You made fun <laughs> of me. You talked all that smack. Number eight. Just Didn't saying, she's a real that deal. Much smack. We just called you out for having a crush, man. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you follow your heart. No I tell you, I what. think I would have been better off sticking with my honorable mention list as far as who was going <laughs> to finish top ten. Because when I did my my preseason power rankings, there's probably more women in the top ten from my honorable mentions than there is from uh, my actual list. Because I did shout out, I I did say Amanda Barnhart was going to, and you guys gave me shit about it. Uh, but Danny Spiegel, uh, Fee Sagafi, Danielle Brandon, Bethany Shadburn, none were on my list, all honorable that was, mentions. That was a good pull, Fee Sagafi. I, <laughs> I, was surpri- I, I was surprised to see her name up there. Like, I was like, it's like yeah, we're going to have some splaining to do on the pod no, the, with that one. It's like, the surprising mm-hmm. one to me was Reagan Huckabee. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. The number two coolest name in the Open this year. We'll get into the number one coolest name. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> and then oh. <laughs> these teenage women, man. Yeah. What Freaks. is going on? Freaks. Unbelievable. Yeah, a 16-year-old. Emma yeah, Carey. She's not even. She's Four. 16. Yeah. Uh, Freak. I think Mallory O'Brien's 17. She just she turned 18? seven. Just, I think she just turned 17, I think. And then, so it doesn't it doesn't stop there either. By the way, th- with these teenagers, man. So uh, Paige Powers is eighteen. She finished twenty third. Okay, mm-hmm. and I think it's Emma Lawson is another sixteen year old that finished twenty fourth. As in, if we were still doing like the uh, the open gets you to the games thing, like she would have qualified at large. <laughs> Nuts. Crazy man, that's bonkers, like, dude. Girls made out of. Well, how do you like? And you look at their front squats because you look at them, you're like, oh, well, the front squat's going to derail them. I'm like, how did you have this much time in your life to get this strong, <laughs> dude? I feel like there's something in the water with like teenagers nowadays because I constantly see a teenager's front squat clean and jerk like 300 pounds. It's, it's stupid. Uh, <laughs> Ch- I think Chalka posted like a. A fourteen-year-old squat cleaning two hundred five the other day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like my front squat, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Come on, Emma Carey, sixteen years old, and front squatted two fifty-seven for a set of four. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Insanity. Oh, yeah, shout out. These girls are unbelievable. Like uh, what, what they're. I don't. I feel like they're not getting enough love. You know, just don't sleep on North American CrossFit. In the next four to five years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, America's yeah. back with the women, man. Yeah. Like, we're they're yeah. back. They're coming back with a vengeance now. <laughs> um, these chicks are going to be the real deal. Alessandra Pacelli, 14th. Welcome back. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. Crazy. Um, yeah. Some, uh, Carrie Pierce was in a, you know, a commanding position. And then you guys called me on it. It's that uh that damn those damn legs of hers. A two thirty one front squat dropped her, 
308th place on that event. To be fair, she also did not do well on uh, on test number three. But yeah, the front squad got a couple of the top athletes, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, do we need to? Oh, do we need to talk about one? Yeah, go ahead. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, Let's it's okay. It. No, she's fine. It's totally fine. These things happen. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to find her, but she's not on page one anymore. So I'm having a hard time. No, okay. she's still on page one. She's on page one. Is she? Okay. 33rd, man. All right. So she was? Yeah. Okay. And again, listen. Just look at the rest personal. of her scores around the front squat. Just look at the rest of the scores. Yeah. It's, I just lost her. <laughs> anyway. Won. Test one. Test one. Fifth. We're talking about Haley Adams, by the way. <laughs> test one. Fifth. If you didn't infer that. By test now. two. <laughs> test two. Third place. Test three. First place. And then the front squat. 516th place. <laughs> <laughs> look and then look. test five 28th place i mean like that's it's all like, good she should have walked pretty... into first place yeah like had it locked up by by sunday you know if she can get that if, if she can just manage yeah. in like the next two years to get strong she's gonna be she's gonna be something just steroids just steroids dude ask ask sam Briggs about how, ask sam <laughs> totally about how easy it is to get strong when you're the uh, uh when you're the engine Sam Briggs was also 36 when she decided to like start being good at CrossFit. <laughs> like, listen, it's listen, Haley Adams. It's it's nothing personal with her. It's just it's more my own personal shit of I like to be proven right. I genuinely would love to see her be successful. I would love to see her win the games. I am 100 rooting for her. This is just I'm my with- own personal vendetta against my friends. <laughs> I, this is, this is, I have the same issue with Noah Olson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, same. Um, I'm with Dunk with the uh, group chat the other day. Uh, she's still going to finish top three of the games, 100%. Hey, listen, that'd be great. I just don't personally think that is reality. I just think, <laughs> like, three years in a row, like, top five, maybe you'll start to, like, talk nicely. Yeah, maybe. It is. But then again, Doug, maybe we could talk nicer about Noah Olson, too. No, we can't. So. You absolutely should. No. But, you know, his hair is cultural appropriation, though, so it's fine. Um, the men's side, North American men. My man. My boy, Travis Mayer. My man. This was crazy considering, like, the discussion we had on our power rankings. And then Travis Mayer just goes and messes around and wins the whole freaking thing. The amount of (laughs) shit you guys gave me for Travis Mayer. Both of you. No, no, no. The amount of shit we gave you for Cole Sager. (laughs) All right, well, Cole Sager was still 20th, all right? Yeah, even then, yeah. But, uh... Really had the same problem as Haley Adams because he can't front squat for shit. Yeah, he's he for for an ex football player, he does not have strong legs. All right, so the two things that I see: Travis Mayer finishing one, and then all three Panchecks finishing in the top ten. Freak show, like, dude! Like, how does that happen? And family, I did. Hey, I did get have uh, high regards for Scott Pancheck too, and he did finish second. That guy is I did not, dude. Yeah. That guy's on a revenge tour, man. I hope so. I I like Scott Pancheck. I hope he wins. I'm yeah. rooting for him. Uh, he, de- he deserves it. Veller taking that four spot. Madero's taking six. Great. Love it. Uh, Noah taking ninth. Chandler Smith in 12th. Samuel Cornier. He was in the power rankings. Yeah. And then this is what Ben Smith coming in 18th, man. Doesn't he always finish well in the, like, the open, like, the until he gets, at least for the last few years, until he gets to the games? And then it's he has good. Well, he downhill. didn't, uh, he had to get the wild card the other year. He was, oh, yeah. I think he was like that, hurt, though. Yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. He had some knee problems or something. 
but but I, I stay in 40th. Yeah. Hey, look, 40, man, he's still he's still gonna get in. This is not a this is not a uh forgiving arena for him. This whole online competition type thing. Let yeah, him get out there running and the strongman implements and like yeah, that type of that he does he's a games athlete. Yeah. Not an open no, I, athlete. I agree. But I mean, it's set up well for him, except he, he, once again, he can't front squat either. So the front squat really messes things up for a lot of people. Which is weird. I mean, it's like, it's almost like it didn't mess things up for these athletes. What it did is it helped out a lot of mediocre athletes. Yeah. Is I think really yeah. what it did because, because I, I remember looking at this. So hold on, let me, let me go back to Ben Smith. Cause I remember looking at his numbers. So Ben Smith's front squat, do you know what it is? I'm going to say 380. That was close. 387 for a set of four. That was good for 84th place. Yeah, it doesn't, like, it doesn't pay to be like, all right, my front squat's going to be 430 pounds because then you're going to be garbage at uh, the, the rope climb workout, you know? Right, exactly. So that's, that's kind of – but then the crazy thing is, you go. I went to Noah Olson, who did 381. That dropped him to 133rd place. You know what I mean? So, like I said, yeah. that it was kind of like a warped sort of thing, where it's like the people that just were good squatters, or just didn't kill themselves in the other squatting workouts or whatever. Like they kind of got reward on that front squat. It's still a good test. There's nothing wrong with the test. It just kind of threw a threw a little bit of a wrench in the spokes of everything. You know? There was only. Hold on. There's only two people in the top 10 that finished in the top 50 for that workout. Oh, really? That's a Justin, stat. Justin Medeiros, 37th. He hit 402 for four. Crazy. And then Tyler Christofel. He finished. He hit he 417. Wow. Yeah. So, but he. That's a stat, though. That's a good stat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, most of the top 10 were right around like the 60 to like a hundred range. Uh-huh. So. Um, now you, now you caused me to lose it. <laughs> oh, I had it. Oh, uh, there were some key gentlemen on the outside looking in on the men's side. Did you guys see any of these? I saw two that I, that, that stuck out. Um, what was so, the, what was the cutoff again? It, I don't know, man. It's confusing. I, I guess 120. Is it 120? I, I don't know how it's going to work because Canada has an event and there's three in the United States. Oh, so you know I, what? I, I pulled this up earlier. Hold on. I've got it. So <clears throat> so uh, on the men's side, there's a couple of names that were left out that were uh, kind of interesting. There's no Street Horner coming back, which surprised me. Uh, no Jason Carroll. So you're talking about Jason Carroll, a guy who's done an, an open announcement, uh, mm -hmm. did not qualify. And uh, our guy, favorite of the show, Cody Anderson, did not qualify. It's no gymnastics, man. Yeah, but still, like, I feel like the work, like the rope climb workout should have been kind of his jam. The, the, um, handstand, the handstand, workout. handstand workout. He's a good front squatter for like how small he is. But that's kind of the tough thing with it is like for yeah. how small he is, he's good. But like, I just showed you, if you get basically under 
350 it's a it's a bomb right under 365 yeah. you're, you're you bomb that workout yeah he's they he's definitely strong for his size but he can't compete with the big boys right so and he's like, like a guy there's no way you know i feel he's like i feel like he's like a weightlifter you know what i mean so if you throw him now into a speed ladder like and there's like a one rep max clean and jerk like he's good he's gonna have a fighter's chance but something like that's just raw strength where you can you can take your time, warm up as long as you want, take as many warm-up sets as long as you want, that you're just competing with, you know, just guys that are just going to be out of, out of your league on that one. So, Cody yeah. Anderson did not make it because of test three. The wall the balls. Wall ball? Yep. Hmm. Finished ah, 12, 1,200th in that workout. Whoa. Yeah. Holy jeez. Talk about a bomb. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Did he accidentally yeah. add in, like, an extra digit on his score? I don't know. He finished it in ten thirty two. Damn. But he was like, he was, he was like, he probably would have made it if he would have just kind of like chalked that workout at like, let's say two hundredth place, because he was like forty wow. fourth, hundred second, two thirtieth, and then one twenty second. So he would have been close to like that cutoff. Wow. Oh, so, Jeff, man, I'm still Jeff Patzer so surprised not making it ones. either. Jeff Patzer didn't make it. No. Uh, I'm sure we could Pats. scroll through and probably find some other names. Yeah. Poor Panzer. Yeah, right. Gotta go back. Gotta go back to the IT dungeon now. Poor guy. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, let's switch gears and let's talk about what we saw in Europe. Um, across the pond. Across the pond, yeah. Uh, shout out to our listeners in the Isle of Man, by the way. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, no idea where that is. I'm, I assumed it was Europe. <laughs> 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 I think it is. <laughs> well, uh, we'll Google that later. Oh, uh, anyway, there was some. Uh, <laughs> the first thing that jumps off the page to me uh, about Europe that I just have to say right away is Annie Thor's daughter beat Katrin Davis' daughter. I was shocked. A couple months postpartum. And don't forget, one of the events had 180 GHD sit ups in it. As in the worst thing you can possibly do to your body if you're pregnant or postpartum. <laughs> I mean, Sam I love Briggs, it. too. I love it so much. Dude, I was genuinely concerned for Annie Thoreau's daughter's safety when they announced that workout. I'm like, Annie, don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> His abs just refuse to quit, man. Dude, yeah. Laura Horvath finishing first. That was... yeah. Yeah, that was shocking. Help but notice that, and then like doing pretty well with the handstand workout too. That right, was what I was going to say that blew was up. surprising. That uh, yeah. that that blew me away, man. That, like if if Laura Horvath can do muscle ups and handstand push ups, it's now she's in the mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has to be. Like no questions asked, she is in the mix. You know, uh, she has she's like one of those athletes that's like amazing at making themselves suffer. She's like a solid, she's like a uh, solid endurance athlete. You know, she's, uh, there's not many out, holes outside of those monstrous holes she has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, and she posted a few videos. She looks like she's in shape again. Like, I mean, she's that, been, that, year, uh, that year after the CrossFit game, she did not look like she was in the best shape. She's been uh, doing, I think she, hasn't she been doing the Ben Smith programming? I'm not sure. I, oh, I knew she was always a Michelle Latondra athlete. Yeah, I think for a while, I think for a little bit there, she was like hashtagging the Ben Smith blueprint or whatever his programming's called. Really? 
That'd be surprising, surprising. If, if she was like just following like an online program like that, though. <laughs> might have had more. Maybe it was, might have been like more of a personal touch, maybe. But yeah. But who knows? Yeah, but uh, that that was like a wow moment for me. I'm like, if Laura Horvath can, and the first thing I looked at was that handstand push up workout, and she did fine. Yeah. Like, oh man, if she still has those, or she if she filled that hole, you know, she can go ahead. Like she'll make noise and she could be dangerous. Yeah, top twelve in the rest of the workouts. Which really? Bad. I mean, first, seventh, twelfth, fourth. Wow. Woo. But once again, this is one of those ones where I'd want to see it against like some of the top girls in like Australia and the US. Because oh, yeah. I think 301 doesn't hold up all that well for that la- that test five. Mm. If yeah. I remember correctly. Oh, um. so, Hmm. This would have been a, uh, yeah, I think I think you might be right, Doc, maybe. But uh, this would have been a fun regionals to watch. Yeah. Because uh, the top four were all really tight, and then there's a substantial drop-off into number five in terms of points. So this one would have been a lot of fun to watch. I, I wish I could we could have had that opportunity. But, yeah, there, there's some uh, there's some heavy hitters coming out of there, man, but. Kristen Holter, uh, who you thought was injured. Yeah, right. Every she just keeps making me look like an idiot. <laughs> she blew up, she destroyed the open and she destroyed quarterfinals. Insane. Yeah, we might have to redo the uh well, I was planning on doing it anyway, but we're we're gonna have to redo the the power the power rankings going into semis. Do the, do a the, coach's poll. This, this region, like now as opposed to like three years ago, is it looks so different. Mm-hmm. Really, like it's just at the top because, like, before it would have been the top, like the Iceland girls all right in those top few spots, and then Briggs and Holta right right there behind them. I mean, not not so different, but there's just a lot of other names here now. I yeah. think it's very, I, I think it's still very top heavy because you oh, go yeah. down and you look, ni- 19th spot is Terry Helga daughter, who's a great athlete, but you know what you're getting with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, you know the, bottom I mean? of, she's the bottom of the field type CrossFit Games athlete. Right, and because she has glaring weaknesses, like you know what she's gonna, how she's gonna perform. Or same with uh, Camilla, Camilla Solomonson Hellman. So it's like you know any pretty much anyone below Terry Helga daughter isn't really gonna be competitive. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. So it's like it, it's a pretty t- and you're talking 17 and 19th place. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's, a, it's a top heavy field. Whereas like you scroll down like 50 to 60 spots in the American field and there's like big time names that you know and that's why the north america got more spots too i'm sure you know but just uh just kind of an interesting observation um dude the men's side is like like who well before we move to the men i there is one thing we need to say um because it's got it's become one of these things where we're like we're almost so used to it at this point we just expect it and we definitely need to make sure we say something. And that is Sam Briggs finishing 12th place, dude. How old is she now? Like 41? I don't know. 39. I think she's like, 39. I think she might be That's... like my stepmom now or something. I was going to say, I was going to say, don't disrespect <laughs> her like that, dog. Come on. <laughs> it's not, not 40 yet. Come on. It's not disrespectful. Come on. Like What's disrespectful about being, about being in your 40s, Roby? Uh, she is 39. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's disrespectful about being in your 40s and still one of the top athletes in the world? Wouldn't know. <laughs> Not even in my 30s yet. Wouldn't know. Dude, but I'm just saying I, the, we need to have the prerequisites, uh, you know, the prerequisite 
CrossFit doesn't deserve Sam Briggs. She is fucking incredible. The world doesn't deserve Sam Briggs, man. <laughs> like she's she's just too good for this world. CrossFit she's needs good. to make a reality TV show following around Sam Briggs because I'd watch. Awesome. So, yeah, just a road to the games. Just you know, I mean, like? yeah, I mean, bring bring back the media team. Um, but yeah, the men's side, men's side's a little foggier. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know all, but like, I only know like two names in the top ten. Say uh, a, a Gideus is pretty high, right? Yeah, ninth. ninth. Yeah, ninth, I thought. Yeah, UKG, so fifth. some interesting stuff here that like. It's a lot of the names that you like you see like, oh, I, I know I've seen that name many times in different competitions in the open. Like I recognize the name, but I've just never seen you. Right. Like I've never seen you perform mm-hmm. in person. You've never you haven't been to the games or at least not. You know, there was that weird 19 games where like a lot of great athletes made it and then they were gone 10 minutes later, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But outside of that, like we, we see Yonikoski, he's in third BKG. He's in fifth. You do have to wonder, though, if like if some of these top guys like BKG or whoever knew it's like, all right, I don't have to give it 100 percent to make it to the next round in this where I where I'm living. You know, what just you know what occurred I mean? to me we did is it isn't there is uh, Willie George. How do you oh, do? Yeah. yeah uh, not in his typical top position or, you know, mm-hmm. towards the top there. Uh, but uh, you see uh, Zach George after the year. Yeah, he pulled Britain's out. Really, best, man. Really, I like, I like Zach George. Yeah, yeah that's saw, uh, the guy. Yeah, he, uh, saw, he got uh, hurt on the internet about him. I read something. He got hurt in doing twenty-one point two, and then and then he couldn't and then he couldn't do the front squat, so he had to pull out. Ah, that yeah. stinks. I yeah. saw. I think it was like Men's Health just ran something on him. Yeah, he was on yeah. the cover of Men's Health. Yeah, I saw that. Absorbently yeah. so. That dude is a jacked. He's a yeah. freak. <laughs> handsome handsome man handsome yeah. man how do you spell willie i think it's i-e no no it's yeah. y it's with the y yeah i'm not i'm he's not showing up so he, i wonder, he if, wonder if he has the year. same what if he has the same problem that i do whether he goes to like get a cup of coffee and they're he's like oh it's willie and they're like with an i-e or a y why is that <laughs> even a, like why is that even a question like just you know it's like you're like, like you're not name. gonna know sorry is there a different willie here yeah. <laughs> the amount of times that i've gotten my name spelled wrong i, I would lo- like it, that'd be amazing though he's in like a starbucks and so he's like like uh latte for willie and he's like oh willie with the y or the ie and some dude's <laughs> like oh i have the y <laughs> dude i can't tell you how many times i've i've told people like oh you know what's your name and i'm like oh my name's kyle and they're like todd <laughs> i don't know nice. i get i get tyler a lot obviously um i get kai a lot but i don't know why my entire life i've gotten i'll shake their hand and like nice to meet you todd and I'm like is it some weird way i'm saying this because those are not oh. similar names <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i like you anymore man <laughs> that's funny um I don't know if you guys have anything else for like the men in Europe, but just in European news in general, I did see uh, Sigmund's daughter had her surgery today. I did see that. I saw yeah. that. So best wishes was, to her. I Speedy was, I recovery. Was, she was like training like fully. Like she could have just done the games. I, th- I thought that was weird. Right. I, she was, I, like, I was shocked. Like, she was done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's over like, there deadlifting like 400 pounds or something. I'm what? Like, What's happening? 
man, if I dude, if I tore my ACL, I'd be like, man, I'm just gonna get fat now, I guess. I did see the video though where she where she popped like she tore it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it's nothing crazy. She doesn't get yeah, good, she doesn't get good depth on her like on her split jerk, and she's just like, oh my something in my knee popped. She just kind of walked off and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Ow. Yeah, she's posted all these videos. She's like, and she's like, oh yeah, training's going going well. I no, earned she, these heavy debts. <laughs> I was gonna say she said keeps saying rehab's going well. I'm like, what what do you rehab? You look like you're you're training harder than I am. I say you're you're doing like <laughs> you're doing like strict weighted toes to bar. Right. Yeah. What? Uh, with the fat grips. Come on. Europeans left out. Um that did not qualify. So there's a few here. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Andrea Solberg did not qualify. So for um, Europe, it's the top 60. Definitely. Is that how it goes? Okay, top six. Yeah. That's weird. Why wouldn't they do top? Okay. So um, I think they go based off of like signups maybe. No, 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 no. So, okay. So I think they, t- are they taking 30 people to each semifinal? All right. Let me, let me just go through. That would make quick. more sense. If, if that's why, cause they're saying top 60 from Europe, make it. So they're doing two yeah. 30 person. Semis. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Cause cool. four, four semis in North America, 120, two semis okay. in Europe, 60, one Oceania. They're taking 30. So yeah, that's what it is. Okay. That makes per that, event. Okay. I'm glad we figured there that we out. There right. we go. There we go. European men. Um, we have Christoph Horvath was left out. And uh, no Lucas Hogberg, which I found surprising, but some of you may not. I think he just he just kind of checked out. You th- he's older than I thought. How old is he? Yeah, I just he's like he's been to the games more times than I thought he had been. Is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Lucas so Hogberg is thirty years old. Well. Um, as you guys are soon going to find out, as soon as you turn 30, life is basically over anyway. So mm, we'll see. <laughs> he didn't really, he didn't really bomb any workouts. He just wasn't good on any of them. Hey, yeah, Doug, I, I think I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, I just think he's just like, eh, okay. I think he's like, like doing his own like training programming now. Like, yeah. So, so uh, besides that, there's not really a whole lot to to comment on. I mean, in the smaller regions, you know. You know, obviously we know who did well in Australia. Um, it was it was Toomey Saunders. The men, it was, I think it was a different male. On Jay the Crouch. Jay yeah. Crouch was the guy's name. Con Porter, surprised. I, I was surprised yeah. he did so well. Baden Brown, he was right up there. You know, uh, yeah. Then like Asia, I, I, I know my guy Roman Krennikov. He did well. Then it's like a lot of names. I I I'm, I'm, I apologize, Asia. I've never I'm not super familiar with. <laughs> Ram Dover, my man. Oh yeah, Ram Dover qualified. Did he qualify, Roby? Uh, I I don't have it up. Yep. Dunk, I'm can looking you, at it right now. Yeah, run that for me. He did. Congratulations, qualify. Mr. My Dover. Man. My man, number um, one name in the quarterfinals. So yeah, there's like a lot of really interesting, I think, stories are approaching. That's going to be uh, he's going to be fun to watch. I'm I'm anxiously awaiting. Uh, those semis and this next phase of the team quarters, which is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And we, we figure out what the hell's going on with these teen athletes. What direction are they going to go? Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be exciting. So uh, then like, why don't we put a, why don't we put a button on it with this one? Uh, a nice little bow on it with 
uh, me taking the next 20 minutes of Roby sitting in silence while I explained to him why Kong versus Godzilla sucked. Man. And starting mute. now, mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just a big dude. I love the monster verse, dude. I love all those movies. Well, I'm, I'm no... going to say one thing before Kyle goes on his little soliloquy. <laughs> the, fights, soliloquy. <laughs> the fights were great. That's all I have to say. That's, that's, yeah, that's what we come. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we go to those movies for. Well, man. Like, I mean, I'm not there come, for the, yes, we come for the fights, but we, we need a little bit, a little yeah, bit. I thought it was of, great. A little bit of something from the other actors. Like they got to be there for a reason. Dude, it's like those Will Ferrell movies. Like, love Will Ferrell. It's not an attack of Will Ferrell, but there's these movies that you see that like Will Ferrell will do, or like Kevin Hart will do, and you'll be like, "Man, you guys just thought you had a great idea, and you never made a script." (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's gonna, yeah, like it's gonna be this like. You know, this whole thing where you're like, oh, what if Will Ferrell opens up a candy factory that's also a gambling drug ring or something like that? And you're like, they'll figure it out from there and they'll just ad-lib the whole thing. Like, that's kind of like what Kong versus Godzilla. Like, we know it's going to be awesome. The fight scene's going to be out of control. Yeah, we'll just plug and play the rest of the way from there. Nah, I thought it was not the, I thought it was cohesive. I thought it came together well, but Millie Bobby Brown's storyline was, it was just like, the dumbest thing that they could figure out, and then they just threw it in the movie. Right. It was. I, I think it was just like continuity coming over from King of the Monsters. Like it was just like right, we got to we got to keep her in the story because she's a big actor. Oh yeah, they for sure had to keep her there, but like it was just like all right, done well. something better with it. And by I the way, like, I, I liked the last two Godzilla movies a lot. I really enjoyed them, but this movie tried, and I get it from the first scene. They let you know. You don't really have to take this movie seriously. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and so I was like, "All right, that's kind of cool that they did." I like that they did that, but then like, but the self awareness thing only goes so far because at a certain point, I'm like, "You're just wasting my time." Like, I, I'm not into that. Like, I don't like the movie that's just like, "Ah, this is actually just pure entertainment. It's not a movie at all. Just enjoy all the cool CG." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, you're kind of wasting my time on this." Then I did like that there was a clear winner between kong and godzilla Who won? And I don't, yeah i don't think there was a clear winner there was no there was no i think he's right i just can't remember there, there was uh God, godzilla in the the dad like i think it's hong, i think it's the hong kong fight scene or, or yeah, like yeah. wherever they're at where he pins kong puts his foot and on then, his chest and like <laughs> screams oh, in his yeah, face yeah, right. it's like clear, yeah it's just like the clear <laughs> like hey bro i'm just letting you know if I wanted to, I could do it, but I know I'm going to need you because there's some other bad stuff coming down the road. No, wait, hold on. Okay, Roby. So let's let's make this very clear for for the airwaves to understand. Did you enjoy Kong versus Godzilla, or do you think Kong versus Godzilla was a good movie? I enjoyed it, but I didn't think I'm not going to say it was a good. Like it's not going to be on Bill Simmons' podcast. <laughs> Um, it's not going to win any Oscars, but I'm not going to say it's a bad movie either, though. Like, it's a fun two hours. See, I can wrap my head around someone sitting here and be like, oh, it was just a, it was a fun movie. And I like those movies. Like, they can be cool. But, bro, like, when they go into the center of the earth and they shoot through, like, a portal and then it's, like, inside out earth 
I'm like, where yeah, have Earth, we bro. gone in this movie? And then all of a sudden, like, there's a there's a King Kong civilization that lives in the center of the Earth, and they they have like technology. And that then just apparently, comes... just to get to the center of the Earth, all you need to do is just blow a big hole through it. Yeah, well, that's that's like the lore of King Kong. Like that kind of got like crazy with the Japanese movies and all that. Yeah, but, but we're not talking talking about that. Like it's cool that they got Hollow Earth, but how does it? One side has to go through a black hole, and the <laughs> other side, Godzilla can just tunnel his way with his fire breath. Because you know? he's he's the apex, bro. He's the apex predator. Dude, I don't you know, cannot man. look he me can in do, the eye. He can do whatever he wants. Lose I'm you not, in that part. I'm not. I'm what not the hell saying, is the little black hole thing for? No, I know, I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying anybody says because they had to go through like the little black hole thing, but then when they came back out, they didn't. Yeah, right. Like, like they just rode the ship up. It's right. like I, I was sitting there watching. I was like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense, but whatever. That was a cool fight scene. Yeah, I was like, we would have like, found this years ago. This- yeah. Apparently, if it was just dig kind of a deep but, hole, and you just find but, another. <laughs> but like the story, but the story was like they did know about it because the whole like mon- like monarch and all like they're like keeping things hidden from everybody. They don't want people to know about it. Yeah, but it's like that thing like was like we can't get to it because like they can't handle like the the they black hole. The G's. They don't have anything that Whatever. can get there, but they could have just tunneled with this like nineteen sixties <laughs> mining equipment all the way down. <laughs> Godzilla had to they shoot were just his... over engineering. All he needed was a good shovel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just needed God, you just need to be nice to Godzilla for like five minutes and he would have just blew a hole in the earth for you, but no. All right. So there's there's two ways to look at like a level of good monster movie, Skull Island and King of the Monsters. Good. And then there's the I, rocks, I would... there's a, there's the Rocks Rampage movie. Kong vs. Godzilla is closer to the Rock's Rampage movie. <laughs> Don't. It is. No, that Skull movie Island. was awful. No, no. It's the same thing. I feel thing. like Rampage was self-aware. The fight scenes yeah, like, cool. Ra- Rampage was like, this is it, man. This is going to beat King of the Monsters. Like, they were stoked on Rampage. Like, I mean, they were stoked for Kong vs. Godzilla. Too, I'm still stoked just, for it. I might, I might go watch close, it now. They were closer to there. At least with the dialogue, the human dialogue. Fight scenes, uh, fight scenes were good though. Like when they were fighting in the ocean, on the mm. just destroying, just tens of thousands of Americans on those aircraft carriers. Yeah. I was like genuinely like stressed out. Well, I was yeah. also like, I'm like, I'm glad they didn't like. They're not saying like Kong is legitimately fucked. Like, homeboy can't swim. He's got to use these boats as like buoys, mm-hmm. and he was just getting wrecked. Yeah. Yep. Alex Skarsgård character one. was trash. I don't really like. Skarsgård hasn't made a good movie since I, like, he was in True Blood. Or like, yeah, good, like I, good, I really good. like Alex Skarsgård. I think I think he he hits he hits him out of the park a lot of times. But that was like, bro, right. what are you doing here? When when does he hit it out of the park? Tarzan was butt. Tarzan was garbage. Battleship was garbage. Uh, <laughs> oh, what else yeah, is he doing? <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna pull up the IMDb for Alex. Yeah, he just uh, he was in uh, please. No, he was in that uh, that HBO series though. That was good. Yeah, he was he was in True Blood. True Blood. That's what no, I'm saying. No, but no, that no, was no, 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 no. The recent, uh, more recent one. Um, uh, Big Little Lies. Oh yeah, first yeah. season was good. He's he's a TV actor for sure. Yeah, it seems like his best stuff is is done that way. Because yeah, uh, uh, well, we can't forget dude. about we can't forget about him in Straw Dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. 
He made one with uh, he made one called it. I think it's it comes at not or no, I don't know. That's what the heck was that movie called? He just made like a Netflix movie. It was like a quasi horror movie. It was in Zoolander number two. That, that's the one he crushes it in right there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it. It's fine. Just take his word for it. <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah. saw Zoolander too. <laughs> Rob, you probably liked him in Melancholia. You sick bastard. I did. Yeah, I did. See, but yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Now yeah, we've just we've, we'll have to anyway. pencil, we'll have to we should just shelf this for the movie podcast that we'll ultimately create. Also, when when did they make these battleships that could hold Godzilla and Kong without sinking? <laughs> like Dude, not even like so sinking many a little people bit. People died in Japan. Yeah. Well, just like so many people like, died. Cost of doing business. I like how there's the the one line where it's like we got to evacuate the city. Four minutes later, Kong Godzilla show up, but it's okay. They evacuated the city. <laughs> Dude, I I was thinking I was like, at what point does the government just nuke them, man? Like, yeah, they're like, but you why, can't. Like, why does the government sit here and like, oh, we definitely need both of these things alive? <laughs> how, how do you? But like, how do you nuke it? Because in King of the Monsters. They took a nuclear bomb down to Godzilla and detonated it, and he just came back thermonuclear. Yeah, but they killed him with a bomb. (laughs) They had to take him and get him nuked. Yeah, with one of those zero-gravity bombs. No, just classic nuke, man. Just like nuclear weapons. But but that's exactly what they did, is they took a nuke down to him, and they were like, all right, bro, here you go. Yeah, they gave it to him. to like, And then he came up thermonuclear, and that's how he killed Ghidorah. Okay, so, Kyle, they killed Godzilla with a zero-gravity bomb, did not kill Ghidorah, had to revive Godzilla with a nuclear bomb so he could kill Ghidorah. Because he feeds off radiation. Okay, so That's how we, we got there. non-nuke, guys, nuclear, <laughs> catching a lot of nuclears in this conversation, if they use a non-nuclear Whatever. weapon, could, couldn't that have just killed them both then? No, because Ghidorah lived through the whole thing. Well, we're not talking about Ghidorah. We're talking about Godzilla and Kong. I'm saying couldn't a, I, I a guess, yeah, I mean, I guess if they... Killed. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I guess if they did use that... Whatever was it, the, the oxygen killer. Oh, yeah. What are they going to do with the that. Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> but, yeah, but then we're still screwed because now we have Mecha Godzilla to deal with. And What was the point of that thing? That's the thing I didn't understand about this movie. One, why did Mecha Godzilla exist? Was it to, to kill Godzilla? Because they could have probably just done that right and then Me- yeah mecha godzilla was supposed to be the human's way of taking back control of the earth but then he went full ultron on him and yeah did his own thing that, that, that oh, was right, the whole right. thing was was they wanted to get rid of all the titans because they wanted the humans to be in total control yeah checks out i mean i don't know how comfortable i would be with being on the brink of annihilation at any given second of any day well you know the whole <laughs> thing is like a metaphor for like climate control and global warming and all that but you know whoa meta dude so uh, meta. but then the other one i couldn't understand is like they were like the fate of the human race depends on us finding this alternative energy source in the center of the earth. i was like why what do they what do they need that for like why do they need to go to the center of the earth because that the guy that made the mecha godzilla like kind of tricked them mm-hmm. into thinking that they needed it so they went down there and got it, but it was all for him to, to power up the Mecha Godzilla, is what he, he needed couldn't, for. He couldn't run Mecha Godzilla off the power sources we had here. He needed yeah. 
that particular one because it was so powerful. Did you watch Run Mecca? Did I? Yeah, wa- did no, you see I the movie? No, I was actually watching True Detective. We went, from, we went from Kyle telling Roby how bad the movie was to realizing that Kyle didn't watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's just where uh, I start with all movies. I just say they're terrible, and then you guys tell me all about it, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess I liked it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, it still wasn't good. It still wasn't that good, but no, it wasn't. Good. It was a quality content. Quality content. No, I watched it. I just, yeah, I don't know. It was a children's movie. That's, I'm that's, with that. That's acceptable. Yeah. I'm here for that. Right. Well, that's the perfect bow to put on this podcast that we made about uh, CrossFit content. So, anyway, thanks for this, everybody. Quarterfinals versus Kong. Appreciate all you guys joining us. We will be joining you again soon. Thank you for our patience during our little hiatus. Uh, catch you guys later. Say goodbye. Later. See ya.